Welcome to the Passive Wealth Principles, The Trade-Off. This is an episode where I dive deep into some of the concepts that I talk about, I write about in my newsletter. If you want to actually get on the newsletter and get this information ahead of time, go to PassiveWealth.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there, or there's also some links down in the bio down below. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing into commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview, dive deeper, and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. 50000 dollars refundable deposit into $7 million in 18 months. Is this the deal of a lifetime? I actually say the deal of the century happens about every other week. We're gonna dive into some details of how a $50,000 refundable deposit turned into a $7 million cash cow in the course of 18 months, and you can do it too when you understand what they did and how this played it out. In less than 10 minutes, you're gonna be able to learn how to take your active effort, turn it into passive wealth, discover what is a ground lease, how to find opportunities, do some of your due diligence homework, and then take some action now to building your own passive wealth. So in this edition of the trade-off, this is where I dissect deals I talk about, and this is a video kind of format of my newsletter that I host the Passive Wealth Principles podcast. PassiveWealth.com is a website, and we talk about a lot of these things in the community and even our tribe dissecting these types of deals. So I'm part of several masterminds and a few investor groups, and we talk about these deals. We share what's working, what's not working. I really wanted to highlight this investment deal because this embodies what we dive into in that Passive Wealth community. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Jake Harris. I run a private equity real estate company that we've invested all over the country, but I've really loved diving into these passive wealth strategies and diving in and helping people get started in their own passive wealth or their passive investing journey. So even though I've done real estate all over the country, hundreds of millions of dollars, and maybe even into the billions of dollars, 
thousands of transactions. This is my opportunity to dive into some of these deals and get some specific insights. So let's start out with a significant part of a successful investment, identifying profitable opportunities. This is why I talk about, you'll hear me repeat it over and over again, vision is the first thing. You need to know where you're going. This all started with a slug bug game down in Mexico with my kids. There's lots of Volkswagen slug bugs in Mexico. They produced them for a lot of years. And so as we were walking around and creating the slug bug game, it evolved into now back in the United States is something different. And we're looking for specific vehicles or specific colors of vehicles. And my son said, it seems when you start looking for specific vehicles, you start seeing them everywhere. Hint, that is why determining where you want to go because it helps you identify where you can start seeing these opportunities. So back to this specific deal, this investor was looking for a particular opportunity and it happened to be that there was a new highway interchange that was going in. So they're able to say, hey, there's a new highway interchange here. There's going to be opportunities of some of the commercial land around there. When people get off the freeway or the interstate, that's a flow of traffic and there's often very critical businesses like gas stations or drive-throughs or other things that need to be in close proximity where there's lots of cars and then they built their entire business model around that. So great, an interchange happening, right? Jump right in, let's go buy up all the land. Not so much. Timing and due diligence really do matter. And so the land they ultimately purchased had been on and off the market for a long time. Because when these announcements come out, oh, I'm gonna sell my land for gazillions of dollars because there's an interchange. These landowners aren't stupid. They're not giving the stuff away. But the reality was these take a long time to come to fruition. The fact that it had been on the market, off the market, on the market, off the market, determined that there's maybe a flexible seller there. And so instead of reaching out to the broker, they reached out directly to the owner said, hey, I'd like to do and make a deal with you. What makes sense? And so this became a critical component because they were able to structure the deal and a purchase price of $1 million, but a $50,000 refundable deposit that gave them the opportunity to create a feasibility and options to extend this into the future to ultimately try to land a tenant. This allowed them the ability to control it without having to actually buy the land. So now they're not risking very much. They've done their homework, they've reached out and have a flexible seller, and they have a long time period in which they can extend things out, all for a $50,000 refundable deposit. So there's no downside risk and all upside risk. This is what you wanna be doing when your investing is looking for high upside potential with low to limited or no downside risk. So let's dive into the actual specific deal of controlling the dirt. They control the dirt, $50,000, now it's in contract. Once they've done that, they need to start searching for a tenant. So an ideal tenant is, like I said, a gas station, a drive-through, uh, lots of other businesses that need to have traffics going along there. So even though they're now in contract, they didn't have contacts for who these people are. And so what they did is they started contacting brokers. They started reading newspaper articles, searching who had done similar deals in this area. That allowed them to find who 
who was active, who was buying, who was transacting. Dutch Burrows, Starbucks, Black Rifle Coffee, all of those potential types of tenants could be key for this location. So now all of a sudden, after some persistence and strategic communication, they were able to bring together two national operators that had both expressed interest in the location. But let me start out with both of those national operators wanting to buy the land outright from them. And so they offered them a very favorable price. And it was actually a few hundred thousand dollars profit. And so it said, hey, we'll buy that land from you right away and we'll give you $300,000. You might be thinking that's a pretty good deal. Only have $50,000 of refundable deposit. Now all of a sudden make $300,000 to $300,000 out of the gate. That could be a possibility. And that is the wholesaling component of a business. You have not very much access to capital or don't know how to structure these deals to make a two or $300,000 payday straight away in a couple of months. Maybe a way in which you could structure this deal, but this is not what they wanted. They actually wanted to own the land and to have a ground lease, an absolute triple net ground lease. What he was able to do is get an LOI from one of the competitors, take that LOI back to the other one, and LOI is a letter of intent, and take that back to the others. And then they started balancing out and bidding on a ground lease. It started out at $100,000 a year with rent escalations in there. So $100,000 a year rent off of owning the land. So I'm gonna actually dive into what is an absolute ground lease. So an absolute triple net ground lease, the owner owns the land, the tenant pays for the use of the land. They actually don't own the building. They do when they have it. But at the end of the lease, the physical improvements revert back to the ownership of the land owner. And so these triple net absolute ground leases tend to be very long in nature because what they're trying to do is extract the value out of that land over a very long time period. This is like the holy grail of passive wealth types of deals. It requires no effort, no responsibility. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to fix any toilets. You don't have to deal with any roofs. You literally do nothing. You just collect money every single month. So these tenants, gas stations, coffee shops, drive through restaurants need this specific traffic. So now all of a sudden, because there are two competitors bidding against each other, let's dive into the actual final lease term. So number one, remember $100,000 initial lease offer. Now all of a sudden it turned into 15 years plus option to renew. Again, I said long time period, a $275,000 a year base annual rent plus escalations. This is a absolute triple net, meaning no responsibility, landlord obligations. So now all of a sudden they went from making a few hundred thousand dollars on a quick flip to a few hundred thousand dollars every single year and growing over the next 15 years, plus maybe even 20 or 25 or 30 years. This has now turned into a fantastic cash cow. So even though the investor, now all of a sudden they have tenants, they have a signed lease, that investor remained minimally involved in through the permitting process to make sure to ensure that this group was going through with this, the purchase or ground lease component of that. The investor never had their capital at risk. And so at this point, they closed the land transaction when they were in, 
ensured that new tenant was coming in and they created a significant value add. So in short, there was an initial vision of finding the right opportunity. Then there was taking action and using due diligence to the, get to the property and contract, reaching out to the right tenants, creating proactive communication to create value. And that was getting interested parties leading into a bidding war that allowed this $50,000 deposit to be turned into $7 million cash cow in 18 months. For those math folks out there, that's $275,000 a year or $23,000 a month in passive income with no ongoing responsibility or obligation. So this is the way that passive wealth is built. It's designed through vision, leveraging a system, taking action, and then using a clever strategy of implementation. So in the coming weeks, I'm going to dive deeper into these themes. I'm going to explore more details of case studies like this one. And so if you're interested, this is passive wealth principles, the trade-off. You can get this information a week ahead of time by subscribing to the newsletter where we go into the details and this is delivered every single Saturday. So go to PassiveWealth.com to subscribe there or there's some links down in the bio. We look forward to connecting up with you next week. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.RealEstate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.